Aaron, if you could just talk us through that one, please. Um, yeah, entertaining hockey game. I actually didn't think that we, we should have gave up four goals tonight, obviously. Um, that three-minute stretch there in the second period kind of hurt us, but it kind of also lit a fire under our ass a little bit there and started playing the game the right way. Um, scored four and answered to go up 5-3, you know, Dowdy had a nice one there. Nooms had a couple good ones. Nice to see Danny Cristo get one as well tonight. So um, I think we gave up zero five-on-five shots in the third. You know, so that's something to, to build off of and, and take a positive into. And then, you know, we, we, we did what we wanted to do after, you know, the, we, we fell short on the league there. Um, securing third place, we'll be able to give Greener a rest tomorrow. Um, get Levine a game. He's worked so hard in practice. He's been a, a great teammate, so it'll be nice to, to see him tomorrow night too. Yeah, Glasgow came and gave it everything. They had something to play for and brought up the stuff. Yeah, they, they some pretty good counter hockey. Two power play goals for them tonight as well. Um, you know, can't really fault them at all in their game tonight. They came in. They're fighting for their playoff lives right now too. I think they're up by one now. Their, their season's done and Fife is in Guilford tomorrow for that last playoff spot, so it should be interesting. Nottingham go down to Manchester in overtime. We play Manchester next Friday and Saturday. Thoughts on that series? Uh, yeah. Um, we, we know we've seen Manchester a lot in that building. Never an easy place to go play. Um, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll have the barn packed and should be an interesting hockey game. You know, we got to be ready to prepare to make plays quick. Things happen fast there. Got to be willing to defend. And, and then, um, you know, hopefully give ourselves a good result to be able to come home to on Saturday. For those of us who've never played, tell us what is the difference between playing in that building and this? Oh, from, a, from a playing point of view. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of bounces in that building that you have no control over. So it's um, there, there are certain tendencies in, in your game that if you take care of, I think you can get rewarded. Um, you know, so it's, it's just going to be that mindset's going to have to be switched on from puck drop and, and battle for everything. Yeah. This time next week, it'll be a Jonathan Phillips night. It was nice that the crowd gave such a reception for Brendan Connolly, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's Cons is in vintage form right now. He's playing the type of playoff hockey that we need all of our guys to be playing, to be perfectly honest with you. And he's setting the tempo and tone right now, which is, it's been good to see. Um, it's, good, it's good to see him playing his best hockey down the stretch here. Perfect. That is the thoughts of head coach Aaron Fox. He will now uh, go back to the coaching office. Jonathan Fernley joins us on the uh, on the away bench, and uh, an entertaining night that was, wasn't it? That felt like a game from last season. <laughs> We've had a few games here at home that have been like the first period was, and it never really, never really came to came to life. But the second period, that was more like the Steelers in terms of that three goal burst. Even the one at the other end, at least it made for some entertaining hockey. But before the Steelers got it back to three two, there were two really good shifts in a row. And you could just tell that they weren't bummed out by going 3-1 down. They were inspired to fight back. And, uh, you know, they earned those goals through good play on the shifts that came before. And even when the goals were scored, they then kept playing well after this. It wasn't just a, a couple of minute spell. It was a 10-minute spell, even though the goals you know, came in bunches, as we like to say. And that was a trademark of Fox Hockey last season. Hasn't quite been the same this season. Might be a sign that things are just starting to round off nicely heading into the playoffs. I'm going to try and avoid talking about the playoffs until the end, and maybe when we catch Pete and we have a chat mm. about what yeah. we think the groupings will be, whether five can do anything in Guildford tomorrow. We're just staying on the away bench at the moment. There's some photographs being taken on the home bench. Actually, we can we can sneak through. Let's let's just sneak through. And uh, we've got to squeeze past Kieran. There we go. Happy days. And uh, we're back into the uh, into the underfloor of the underground of the arena. Um, 
It was an awkward one tonight, wasn't it, in one sense, because Glasgow had something to play for. Absolutely. I mean, like, whether it was... I think we all kind of wanted to avoid Coventry, so it was important that that Cardiff-Sheffield swing remained, and obviously with Coventry beating Cardiff, it was done before our game was over. Yeah, I mean, Coventry were 4-0 up at the time that Glasgow started their late comeback with the power play goal to make it 5-4. And although Coventry got, gave up a couple late, there was you know they were never going to give up a four-goal lead. So it was obvious from what Cardiff were doing before it was known what the Steelers were doing that they were going to finish in third. But it, if they are they lo- the form team right now? <laughs> Belfast are the form, form team. <laughs> um, but yeah, Coventry are are going to be dangerous, and they have a pretty good record against Cardiff yeah. uh, over the years. Obviously, they've beaten them tonight, but. You know, that, is, that isn't a game that Cardiff will be looking forward to. I think when everyone comes to their predictions, and we'll talk about them later, I bet there's as many Coventry predictions as there are Cardiff across uh, across the fan bases around the league. Brett Newman's just coming off the Steelers bench right now. We'll catch Nooms in uh, in just a 30 seconds when he uh, when he comes off. Almost went arse over tip there, Coach. You OK? <laughs> no Dean Woolley. Dean's still dying with COVID and he's really mm. under the weather. Um, so uh, everybody's kind of doing... All the jobs at the moment. Where's Nooms disappeared to? He's having uh, more photos. Um, just talking about this game tonight, though. It, I think if that game had been played three months ago, it wouldn't have been a five-four-six-five. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have been as wide open as that, would it? No, possibly not. But uh, you know, a little bit of adversity before a playoff series might not necessarily be a bad thing. If things, if things are all too easy, then it's uh, you know you can maybe just relax a little bit. That was they made to work for it tonight. Me and Brett Newman were talking last week about Eddie's, and he goes, I'd love to do an Eddie. <laughs> and you really should have done an Eddie tonight, in all oh, fairness. No. But it was Conzie's night, yeah, and, was... and the message actually came from the bench. It was Dowdy, who actually goes, it's got to be John's or John yeah, O or Conz. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, it's going to be John O next week. I think yeah, we all when, think... I was, when I was starting to think about it, I was like, yeah, it's probably going to be John O. Yeah, unless you'd have had five tonight. Then probably I think John really... next week then, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. yeah I, know, so... I know he loves to do them, so I can't oh, wait to he's... see what he has up his sleeve. I'm sure Marco was something planned for him. <laughs> well firstly congratulations on the goals as well it's nice wasn't it to, to to get back into the scoring just at the right time yeah yeah it's you know good. it started to you know got that first one there in the second sort of turn the tides of the game and then I think we had a good pushback uh, we were just heavy on them uh, in their end the whole time and just chances after chances and you know when you sustain pressure like that they're going to start to fall that 3-2 goal was the big goal wasn't it I think yeah I think that sort of got us out of that uh, tough start to the period obviously we didn't come out the way we wanted they got some bounces uh, you know, they got some nice puck bounces. Go down 3-1, obviously not ideal, but uh, we had a good push back. And once we got that 3-2 goal, uh, you know, we started going the right direction. And I think we, we built off that, uh, you know, going and finish off the period and then start the third as well. And it was the reward for going to the dirty areas, putting yourself into those scoring positions at the top of the crease because the bouncers did fall today and you've got to be in the position to take advantage of them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, anytime the puck's at the point like that, you're trying to get a read where the rebound's going to fall or get a stick on it for a tip. And I just saw a bit of a lane uh, to get myself uh, to the net there. And uh, lucky for me, uh, I was in the right spot at the right time and got the rebound and found a little hole. When 
a team scores one, two, three quickly on you and you say you didn't come out with the right, what, what is that? Is that just sometimes just a bounce? Is it mental? Is it physical? What, what, what causes that? It's tough to say sometimes. Uh, sometimes it's, you know, maybe mental. You know, we, we get that late one to go up one nothing in the first and maybe we sort of take our foot off the gas a little bit, which obviously, not, not, not ideal. You shouldn't, shouldn't be doing that ever. But maybe sometimes that happens. Uh, you know, sometimes they get a bounce and guys, you know, it's, it sort of kills the life a little bit on the bench. It's just... Uh, important that we, you know, stay even keel the whole time and not let anything like that affect us. And it was unfortunate that we let the two after that to go down three one, but uh, obviously a great pushback and uh, great way to finish the period having the lead going going into the third. You chasing Dowd for team leading goal scored, and every time you get one, Dowd kept pulling further away. Does that bother you? Do you want to be top scorer? <laughs> no, I mean it, as long as the team score and I'm happy, uh, it, you know. There was some some periods where we couldn't find one, some periods where it's it's going in. So, um, you know, you we got, know we got a the ten thousand pound bonus for the top score. Right? <laughs> no, 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 I'm pleased. <laughs> <pleading. laughs> <laughs> 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 Manchester, talk to us about that. We play Manchester next Friday yeah. night in their barn back here Saturday. That barn is so different to playing. Yeah. But, but your thoughts on that series? Yeah, it's. I mean, they're a hardworking team, and like you said, it's a different uh, game in that barn. A uh, lot smaller. Uh, a lot less room, and uh, you know they're used to playing there pretty often, right? Uh, I think you know we've done pretty well in there overall. Uh, we, what, are we three and one in there Something in the season? Time. Yeah, no, we played five times. Or I guess the Challenge Cup as well, right? Um, I'm just looking at the season games there, yeah. but it's going to be important to get off to a good start because it's aggregate and we want to be able to bring it back in a comfortable position. Uh, it's important to be ready to play from the jump there. It's playoff hockey. and It's, you know, those are the games where you have to put it all on the line and sacrifice your body and do everything you can to secure the win. Okay, we wish you well. Go and get fed, go and get changed. And Jono and I will go for a little stroll. Uh, I don't know embarrass him right in front of him, but it's Brett Newman's scoring consistency this season. That's his first two-goal game since September and his first three-point game since September so you're thinking well he's managed to get himself 60 odd points in 60 games just by picking up a goal or an assist pretty much every game and the points haven't arrived in bunches until well tonight um, but there's always something from Brett Newman every single night and the team needs that kind of scoring consistency and his speed puts teams on the back foot he can he can, he can, he can do that to any club absolutely yeah I mean the Dowd goal was was the most spectacular one tonight. The others were sort of throw the puck and, and hope for a favourable bounce. They got a few favourable bounces, and the finishing was good off the rebounds. Dowdy put his own rebound in. Christo with a nice backhander as well, and Newman from in close. But the Dowd goal where he backchecks, he's covering defensively for for Petgrave. Oh, you've changed. You've changed. The captain yeah. walks past us, eh? Dowd is, is covering defensively, wins the puck back, carries it end to end, and you can tell as he's coming through the neutral zone, he intends to score. And, and of course, he's good enough to make it happen. So that was the, you know, the real moment of offensive quality in the game. Okay, what we're going to do here is just jump in on Pete. And <laughs> sorry, Pete, just a, just just a quick one. Pete can wait because you'll be an hour. You'll be an hour with Pete. Firstly, congratulations on Tuesday. What a Thank great you. night. Well, Monday, Tuesday, great night. Yeah. And the crowd came out for you, and then you repaid them again tonight with another brace. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was amazing and very humbling. Obviously, Monday, Tuesday, all the support and love I got from the fans was amazing, and it's uh, memories I'll take with me to the grave. To be honest, uh, to see my little boy out there alongside me and my brother and all my family, it was. 
it was really special, to be honest, and I can't, can't thank everybody enough. And on Tuesday, Oscar picked the puck up at centre-ice, went all the way through and scored. I reckon you made up your mind that you were going to score when you were at centre-ice as well today. I know there was a little look inside, but I don't think you ever considered passing, did you? No, I absolutely did not. Uh, me and Cons even laughed about it. He said, uh, the pass was there for a second, and I saw you didn't even glance my way. And I was like, yeah, I was shooting that one, mate, from when it hit my stick. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad it went in, so he's not in the mood with me. If, I, if I'd have missed that one, I don't think he'll be talking to me right now for a little bit. He'd need some cool-off time, but it went in, so he forgive me. And it was the insurance the team needed at that time as as well yeah absolutely obviously it's it's nice to score goals but it's even nicer to score goals when when the team needs it and uh, obviously at that point it kind of gives us a, a little bit of a cushion there so it, it was uh, nicely timed quick word on Manchester that series tough team they can score a lot of goals so we, we're gonna have to come with our A game to be honest and uh, we'll be preparing all week for that game but obviously we can't look too far ahead we've got Cardiff tomorrow to uh, finish off the season okay I'll leave you for Pete thank you Pete and everybody else has gone. Greener went. Oh, Greener's up there. Let's go and grab Greener. Oh, is he having a... Scotty, we won't let your meal go cold. Just give us just give us two seconds on, on yeah. that game tonight. And your thoughts on it? Yeah, I thought we played well. We uh, possessed the puck for the majority of the game. Uh, we were cycling the puck well. Um, yeah, the boys had jump, and it was good to see. I think uh, we're feeling good right now. Yeah, just talk to us about Manchester going into that rink and the whole... Is it about that rink, or are we overplaying it when we go all oh, Manchester the rink, or do we have to kind of put that to the back of our heads and just play the game? I don't know. Personally, I, I think we're overplaying it a bit. I mean, yeah. the rink is smaller, but uh, that does change the game out there. But at the end of the day, it's still about uh, which team competes hardest and uh, which team can defend the hardest. So, uh, yeah, we'll take that mindset going in. Okay, what's for dinner? Uh, we got uh, chicken, penne, some uh, looks like... Uh, what are those potato? It looks good. It looks good doesn't it? Potato. They look deep fried, eh? Well, let's just hope you've left some for the media team at the end. Speak <laughs> to you later. Should we try one more down there, or should we go? In? Yeah, because Pete's going to be uh, about an hour and a half. We doubt, isn't he? We'll uh, head back to the media room where our number one photographer Haley is just entering in. She's ta she's taken over from Dean in that uh, that's heaven. Okay, so let's go through it. Who's going to be the eighth place team? Is it going to be Fife or is it going to be Glasgow? Now, Fife travel to Guildford tomorrow. Guildford will be certainly out and about in Belfast tonight. And then I've been with teams where you lose it right at the 11th hour and it's hard to just get it straight back up for a meaningless game. I've got a feeling Fife have a chance tomorrow in Guildford. They do, but Adam Long, the British backup, hasn't played a minute all season. And I think he only played a handful last season. So if he's thrown in, um, that gives Fife a bigger chance, you would think. But Berman probably came into this weekend knowing he was going to have that game if they'd lost tonight. So if he's out on the beer tonight, then it might be a different story. But I think it might be the Christian Bronsard situation where whilst everybody else is um, maybe taking it a little less seriously, um, perhaps he still knows he's got a game to play. Um, and also... Guildford just don't lose many home games. No. And whilst there's nothing to play for, you can also play with a little bit of freedom, a little bit less pressure. Um, I don't think Fife will, will get it done. I think Guildford will, will take the win. OK, folks in the media room, does anybody, if it is Belfast, Glasgow, does anybody give Glasgow a fighting chance in that series? No. 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 If it no. is Belfast, Fife, does anybody give Belf Fife a chance? Yeah. No. Yeah, you give Fife a chance against Belfast. Yeah, I actually do. You do? 
Haley, you've been drinking. Um, <laughs> we then go to the second place series, Guildford, and they take on... Nottingham Panthers. Interesting series, that. I actually think... I, I don't know why. I just got a feeling there's something left in Nottingham. They, uh, Nottingham game... I'm praying they're not. Nottingham, with six <laughs> seconds to go in a tie game, they get called for delay of game and then give a power play goal six seconds into overtime. They didn't lose on purpose. But if you were going to lose a game on purpose because That's you wanted you Guildford, it. you get a point, you you know give your fans a little bit of extra bonus hockey, but you make sure that you play a team that you know you can beat. You've beaten them recently in Guildford. You've beaten them at home this season. They've lost nine straight to Sheffield, and Corey has said before, they do not match up well against Sheffield speed. Yes, Guildford are fast, but it's a slightly different style of play. They match up better against Guildford. They've got a chance. OK, Guildford versus Nottingham, I'm going to go, so. I still think Guildford go through, but... I, I, I think Nottingham will oh, win. Oh, Nottingham, <laughs> Nottingham will win one of the two games. I think Guildford will be a bit worried now that Hayley's gone for them. I mean, that's a bad one. Kieran? Guildford. Guildford. Steeler Dan? Guildford or Nottingham? You can't speak. Guildford, thumbs up. Guildford, Guildford, okay. Then the big one. Sheffield versus Manchester. Interesting, is it? Is it all that series? Is it all about Friday night? Yeah, because Manchester have got a horrible record in this building. They haven't won for a long, long time. Um, but they don't need to win here if they get the job done on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, if Manchester squeeze out a 4-2 or a 3-2, they're very capable of that. They can score goals in their own building. They can put the Steelers under pressure. The crowd's right on top of you. They get some power plays. They've got a special teams unit that can that can hurt the Steelers. The Steelers have just got to survive. But we've seen in so many playoff series in the past, teams have won the home leg, lost the home leg, and then things have happened in the second leg. So nothing is guaranteed as of Friday. But against some other teams, you might think, oh, OK, well, losing by one wouldn't be too bad. I don't want to come back to this game needing to win a home game because the Steelers haven't been good in this building. Okay, this so I ask you the question, Sheffield Steelers versus the Manchester Storm, who goes through? That tells me you think Manchester. I'll take that I've, Manchester I've, as an answer. I just have... I have my doubts. You have your doubts. Really Kieran? Steelers. Steelers, I'm Steelers. Steeler Dan? Steelers. Hales? I'm worried now Hales has gone for Steelers. After she's gone for five, I'm worried about that one. This isn't just a, a, just a reverse jink. I will take zero happiness. Would you have been happier playing Nottingham than Manchester? Yeah. I think I possibly would, yeah. Because if the Steelers had lost at home on the Saturday, I still think they'd have gone to Manchester. Sorry, gone to Nottingham on the, on the Sunday and turned around a one, two, three goal deficit. Because the Steelers just, that's what they do in Nottingham. However many we need to win by, we win by that many in Nottingham. I just have a feeling that Friday goes badly. And I don't know, I've got that Coventry playoff series from 2016 in my mind mm-hmm. where we went 5-0 down in the Sky Dome. Got it back to 5-3. Is that the three... Shea Guthrie hat-trick at Oshie? No, that was um, Russ Cowley getting a couple here. Um, and then an empty net later on. embarrassing for, for us, Carly, gets for, against you. For a 3-3 tie. And all the damage was done early on. And... Yeah, I something about that series. Remember, when I went to that series as league champions. Yeah, I've just got that sort of feeling about this uh, about this quarterfinal. Okay, then the one that's perhaps the closest one is Cardiff and Coventry. Yeah, I I think Cardiff might get the. Uh, oh, 
Hang on a second, I interrupt this broadcast. Neil has just bought some chocolate cake in. That whole cake was for me, right? It was brought in for me, and two-thirds of it has gone, and we're left with three pieces. In my defence, the boss, Sean, told me to cut it up and hand it out, so that's exactly what I've done. Oh, dear God. I'll tell you. Bit of Oakey's had some gone. Cardiff Coventry, sorry. Yeah, I think Cardiff... Uh... I think Cardiff will go through. I don't think they'll play that. Oh, I don't I haven't seen the game tonight, but you know, four 0 down through fifty minutes in the Sky Dome, that doesn't seem like it was a great uh, Devils performance. I don't think they'll play that badly back to back weekends. Mike O'Connor comes in, Cardiff versus Coventry. Who wins the series, Mike? It's a tough one because I mean, my head says Cardiff will win, but Coventry has certainly been a form team. You know, this last two months, nobody really wanted to end up with them. So it'll certainly be a good series. But I put my money in Coventry. Coventry. Kieran? Coventry. I think they think so. It's a good time. Coventry versus Cardiff series, Courtney. Coventry. Coventry. <laughs> oh, I, fear, I fear now we're going to Haley again. Co- Cardiff. Co- Co- oh. Cardiff. Oh. Oh. No chance. Right, have we got anything else to discuss before we move forward? Oh, Dowdy's testimonial, great night. Lovely night, yeah, really, uh, really enjoyable. Great to see so many uh, great players back and, uh, yeah, fun night had by all from Faltic. Yeah. yeah, the roast was good. Mike got roasted a little bit, only a little bit. And, sorry, Mike. You're going to get roasted in a minute. Oh, <laughs> big talk on live on air. Um... <laughs> Great night. It was good to see the, the guys come back. Mm. I like that four-team format because it kind of yeah. kept the energy going a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. As players change teams, you sometimes wondered if I'd just seen the same game three times in a row. So, yeah, I know Dowdy's going to change teams, but a few others did as well. And so the, the idea of seeing the Legends team play against Great Britain, well, we'd just seen various players swap shirts and you'd just been against each other it's in different shirts last time. So, so, yeah. So, yeah. You know, I thought Dowdy should have been maybe the only one that changed, but I think GB, were, I think, a li- yeah, GB Lob- were a little short, so yeah, they needed G- a couple uh, of extra. Lobby, right. unfortunately, couldn't make it. And then Mike Hammond they got a broken toenail, so he couldn't make it. So, yeah, that's well, one of the reason. Yeah, but the, the star of the night for me was, was Aaron Fox, because I never got, so, never got to see him play at his best. Mm. And, uh, you know, the level he was playing at in Europe was, you know, above that of the Elite League. You can tell there's some real class. The vision he had... And, you know, I was on commentary with Pete Spencer, and it's up online now, so anyone wants to catch it, you can do it. It's uh, not our usual commentary, but it's uh, appropriate for the occasion. And we were just gushing about how good Fox looked on the puck. Pete, let's nice oh, go on. Yeah, go I was saying, nice, nice lead in there. But yeah, we were, we were, as you said, kind of gushing over Fox's first pass and vision. And yeah, the coach looks like he's even at half speed. He's still got a got a bit of something there. We've just gone through the playoffs. Let's just get your view on it. If it's Belfast versus um, Glasgow, Glasgow, who do you see? Belfast. If it's Belfast versus Fife, who do you see? Belfast. Do you know Haley went for five? Honestly, she went for five. She went Belfast five. She went. For, we'll all be laughing. We will. We will. Um, Guildford in their playoff series against Nottingham. Guildford. Um, Sheffield versus uh, Manchester. Sheffield. And Cardiff versus Coventry. Coventry. Okay, okay. We'll have to keep a recording of this, won't we? I'll keep this on my phone and then we'll uh, see who's right. And if Hayley ends up being right, then God help us all. <laughs> God help us all. Um, go on, you. The most go. important thing for the Steelers is to get through. The second most important thing is to win so that Jonathan Phillips can do a proper eddy of celebration <laughs> rather than a, sorry, a sad, yeah. a sad one because... 
his career doesn't deserve uh, to finish on a low note in front of his own supporters. And on that point, Connolly, it was, he got a great reception, beginning, middle and end, didn't he? I've just spoken to, to well, not on tape, but I've just had a, a quiet word and said congrats to, to Connolly in the, in the locker room. And, and he was like, that was amazing tonight. He said, you, you kind of want to, he said, players don't get to say goodbye like that, really. You kind of get to the end of the year and especially if you're an import, you fly off into the sunset and all the news is you're not coming back next year. So I think for him, he he kind of putting it out there, went out the way that he, he wanted to and got the reception in front of the fans. And, you know, he's been here for four years. He feels like Jonathan Phillips, he's been here for 14 years. He's part of the, part of the woodwork now, isn't he, really? And great for him to get his reception tonight and to obviously... You know, it'll be all about John out next week, but it was all about cons tonight, wasn't it, really? Mm. He's a top bloke, isn't he? Yeah, a terrible turnover for one of their goals, but two great assists to come back. And it was that spinnerama that set up the goal. After the great play on the boards, and Petula did a wonderful job. The puck was wedged against the boards for so long, but didn't just give up on it, didn't just wait for a whistle. Won it, and Connolly will never forget that 360 spin to set up the Valorant goal in Cardiff. Um and he showed uh, he could do it still uh, today, moving he did away. He Guildford, actually, didn't he? he did, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, he did it the same move Yeah, Guildford, it's, it's his signature move, and when we come to, to look back on comms, we'll remember those those moments and that signature skill, because I've not seen... Obviously, all the players are capable of doing that particular bit of skating, but only Connolly can do it so effectively. It's funny, isn't it, because that goal in the Challenge Cup final was Valoran's goal, but if you're trying to describe that goal, you go, it's the Connolly goal. Even though Connolly didn't score it, he just made such a play for it. Yeah, because he, he doesn't have the space to go to the net unless he does that 360. <laughs> it just freezes the defenceman momentarily and gives you that extra half step. And he's driving so hard with the puck that he just convinces Bounds that this is going to be a wraparound attempt. So when he just drops the puck back, Valoran's got to tap in because Bounds is looking over the wrong shoulder. Because I'm old and grumpy and miserable, I like old, grumpy and miserable blokes as well. And he's one, isn't he? When he, you, you would imagine he, he makes people accountable. He's old school. And unfortunately, they don't make him like that anymore, do they? No, they don't. And, you know, even the, the plays after the puck and the agitating and all that kind of stuff is kind of a bit like the fighting. It's kind of going out the game. And it's, a, it's almost a skill all, all in itself. And, and there were a lot of raised eyebrows, I think, when Connolly initially signed for the Steelers and it was kind of, oh, what, what do we need a player like that for? And then, obviously, you see the reception he gets tonight. I mean, he's loved in... He's that player that, you know, you, you love to have on your team and you love... Uh, you you don't like to, to play against. So that's almost kind of the ultimate compliment. OK, Pete. Thank you, John. And uh, boys, girls, thank you very much. Hayley, stay on the medication. And uh, until next week. <laughs>